0: Well, good morning and thank you for joining us in worship today at Bloomer Baptist Church. As we begin this morning, I have a quick intro video for the sermon. And if you're watching from home or listening from a car and not able to watch from home, I just wanted to give a short introduction to this video. See, if you were to watch this video, what you're going to see is a fisherman's club with a group of men gathering around to talk about their love, about their hobby, fishing. And one of them is a new member. Let's watch this now.
1: And so, for those reasons, I believe the crankbait is the most versatile and fruitful lure you could possibly have. Well, that concludes this week's discussions. I want to thank everybody for coming out today, and I also want to thank our newest member, Andrew, for showing up and joining us today. Thank you. Okay, so does anybody have any announcements or any upcoming events or dates we need to know about? Oh, yeah. We got the bake sale coming up on the 23rd, and we use everybody's help for that. Also, our uh, group potluck is coming up on the 30th, and it's going to be in the main hall. I will be bringing my mama's famous chili. That's right. That's right. 30th main hall potluck supper. Also, there's a great fly fishing seminar over in Monroe this weekend. Um, I'm going to be carpooling, so if anybody wants to go, just let me know. Tickets are $5, and the speaker is supposed to be amazing. That's fantastic. If anybody wants to go with Rick, be sure and get with him after the, the meeting, all right? Anything else you can think of. Yeah, I have a question, what's our next fishing trip? And you know, I have a new reel and I'm ready to try it out. Yeah, what are you talking about? You know, going fishing. Okay, what about this Saturday? Oh, it's, it's supposed to be like really cold that day. Next Saturday? That's the day of the bake sale and we can't miss that. Two weeks maybe, like on a Thursday I might can take off. I have classes like all day. How about this summer? Don't fish, like, swim south for the summer? I gotta get my dogs bathed. Also, I'm allergic to water. Helping my neighbor change all of his light bulbs. Yeah, high pollen count day. My mom had a really bad reaction one time, and I think it runs in the family. It's my dog's birthday, he's turning four. I just can't handle the sun. Do you even have your license? Do you have your permit? Could you tell me what's the difference? I got this blue card in
0: the mail, and I'm not sure. I think it was a boating license, but I don't have a boat, so I don't know why they sent it to me.
1: Has anyone here gone fishing ever? Hmm? So, nobody has actually ever gone fishing in a fishing group here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's nice meeting y'all. Good luck. Hmm? Oh, hey, we still need to elect Apollo chairman.
2: Thank you
0: for giving me your time there. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 47 to 15. 50 Matthew 13:47 40, to 50 we read this Again the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind When it was full men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers but threw away the bad So it will be at the end of the age angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace <clears throat> In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Good morning welcome to church. We are the church, the body of Christ gathering together all around the world. But welcome to Bloomer Baptist Church. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're continuing this series of discussing what we do in the church and why. But we're moving on to a mini-series within this greater series. Leading up to Easter, we are talking about outreach and evangelism. And today will be week one, which will largely be an introduction. Let's go fishing. Let's go fishing. Today we are talking about fishing, we are talking about fishing with Jesus. Fishing with Jesus. That's the title of this new mini-series, Fishing with Jesus. If you're taking notes, you can simply write at the top of your page, Let's Go Fishing, you can write Fishing with Jesus, or you can write Evangelism. Either way, those are the things we'll be talking about today. But before we move on, I'd like to reference that intro video just a little bit, because why have a sermon intro video if it's not for a purpose, right? You see, I want you to recognize the problem with that fishing club. They were having bake sales, potlucks, meetings with lengthy studies and presentations on the best lures and methods of fishing. But none of them had actually gone fishing. And none of them had interest to go fishing either. And yes, sure, they had excuses, lots of them. Some of them may be good. Oh, I'm allergic to water. I don't do good with the sun. We all have lots of excuses in life. All they wanted to do was talk about fishing, not do it. They're keeping so busy talking about it that they never just got out and did it. It pains me to say that the modern church has a similar problem. We talk, talk, talk about and evangelism. And sure, we schedule events. In fact, I've got some exciting events we're talking about scheduling this year. But how often do we do it and do it in our everyday lives? When was the last time you talked to someone about your faith, about Jesus, who he is and what he did, what he continues to do in your life, the life of others, and what he could be doing in theirs? When was the last time you talked about this to someone outside of the church, someone who did not already know, you did not already know to be a believer, a follower of Christ? You see, number one, we are called. Number one, if you're taking notes, is simply this. We are called. Seriously. We are called to take our calling seriously. James 1.22 in the New Living Translation tells us, Don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. This has been the focus of the youth group from Pastor Chalk. They must listen to God's word. Do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. You see, God's word, Jesus' command, tells us to go out to all nations making disciples. We are to go. And that calling is to be taken seriously, like Paul talking of Jesus in prison seriously. Matthew 28, 18-20 tells us this, saying, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. We'll, be, we'll go back to point one in a bit. But first, number two, I want you to see is this. People are searching. People are searching. They're searching for something better, something more to life. They're searching for hope, fulfillment, for a better way to live. The problem is they continue to pour temporary pleasures into their lives. Alcohol, to the point of drunkenness, in vain attempt to drink away problems and bring about moments of pleasure. Drugs, whether it be of the pill form or smokable form. Relationships, and doing things within these relationships which do not honor God's perfect way of living. Work. Work. Wealth, vacations, and hobbies. People search in many ways to bring something better to their lives. Something better of which only Jesus can bring. There is but one who can bring eternal joy, purpose, peace with God, our Heavenly Father, hope and fulfillment to life. And that is Jesus. People need Jesus and Jesus' command to us is to go. Go. Again, back to point one, we are called. We are called. People are searching. We must take our calling seriously. And the call to outreach and evangelize the world with the gospel is for the here and now, the everyday life of every follower of Christ. This starts in the here and now of your everyday life. Not tomorrow, not someone else. You, today, yesterday, tomorrow, forever. Every day we must be looking for opportunities to go. To go fishing with Jesus, to go fishing for Jesus, to serve Him. Just like Paul in prison in Colossians 4, verse 2 to 6, where he prays for wisdom, he prays for opportunities to declare, to proclaim the mystery of Christ, and he prays for boldness. We must go fishing with Jesus, go fishing for Jesus, serve Him. We are called, and that's not just me, that's not just missionaries, that's all of us are called. J.D. Greer in his book, Gaining by Losing, pastor, author, J.D. Greer says this, there is a widespread myth in the church that a calling into ministry is a secondary experience that happens only to a few Christians. Their job is to do the ministry and everyone else's job is to just show up and foot the bill. Few lies cripple the mission more than that one. Each believer is called to leverage his or her life for the spread of the gospel. The question is no longer whether we are called, but only where and how. Again, I want you to hear this very clearly. We are called. We are all called by God. We are all on mission to spread the gospel, to go fishing with Christ, to go fishing for Christ. He has chosen you to be an active part of this mission. We are all called. Now, I know a little bit about fishing, and we're going to be talking a lot about fishing today. My wife, my friends, my family, they could all attest that I have a bit of an obsession, not an addiction, but a hobby, an interest of which I most definitely love. And fishing does take patience, hence why so many choose not to do it at all. However, to these people, I say it only takes patience if you're not catching fish to learn how to catch fish. Well, sometimes we can do all the training we like, put in the time, and still not catch fish. Other times we put in the training, we put in the time, and God delivers fish into the boat, into the net. Now, this can be physically or or literally talking about fishing, or this can be used as a metaphorical example for us fishing for Christ. But let's continue with these ideas about fishing. Fishing does take patience, fishing takes skill. Fishing takes both physical and mental strengths. Fishing takes a willingness to get our hands dirty. But the great news about fishing for the kingdom of God is that we are never fishing alone. We are fishing with Jesus and for Jesus and by the Spirit's help. We do not use just our skill, our tools, but the Lord's tools, the Lord's skill, the Lord's wisdom, the Lord's boldness, the Lord's resources. This starts with a net. One thing every fisherman must have if he is truly planning on catching fish, a lot of them and of good size is a net. And when it comes to the topic of outreach and evangelism, this would be a kingdom net. We're talking about nets today. And in the use of the word net today, we're not speaking of a landing net, one of those handheld nets to just scoop the fish next to the boat. We are talking about casting nets. One which may be cast out into the sea to catch fish in great numbers. Let's look at the kingdom net. Here is the big idea for today with the kingdom net. We are called to cast nets, kingdom nets, large nets cast out to collect as many souls as possible. We need not concern ourselves with the kind of people being caught in in this net. This net is for the kingdom of God and he will do the sorting out. The concern is not who to throw the net out to, but to be sure that we are throwing it out into the great sea of people around us and praying that God assist us in filling the net for his glory and kingdom. Now, I'll leave that up for you for a while if you're taking notes, but we must be spreading the gospel with the kingdom net. How do we do this? We do this by going out and sharing the good news of Jesus through outreach, through evangelism, but not just through big events but through our everyday lives evangelism what is that word what does it mean it simply means to be preaching the gospel of christ through personal witness our job is not simply to offer the kingdom of god and good news of jesus to some people a select few but to all people to all nations we are to cast the net out to as many as possible, and let God deal with the sorting out of the fish which are caught later. Jesus says in Matthew 13, 47 to 50, 50, the kingdom of heaven is like a net. And when he says this, he's referring to the type of net I just described. But to be even more specific, he's referring to a type of net it's called a drag net. A large drag net. It would be cast over the side of the boat. And it would drag over the bottom of the sea with the ends of the net drawn in together, trapping everything inside. Once full, the net would be pulled to shore or on board the fishing, fishing boat to sort and count. In this example, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet. God is desiring his kingdom net to be spread out wide, cast out, dragged over all nations, all the world. We are to share the gospel and bring people to Christ. By his kingdom net, by his will, by his spirit, by his wisdom, by his boldness, by his desire. Number four, we are to spread the net. Throw the net. Drag the net. Throw the net into the great sea of all nations. Throw the net into the great sea of all people. Start with where God has you today, every day, from day to day. Some translations or versions of our passage today say let down into the lake. And other versions say cast or thrown into the sea. Either way, the point is still the same. You you see, instead of using a singular line or spear to catch fish, which would be more precise, the net was simply thrown or lowered into the water. There was some amount of precision in the practice. The fishermen would know where the good spots were, and they generally endeavored to throw their nets in these directions. But the idea is that the net would engulf anything in its path. They were going for numbers. They were going for numbers. We are going for numbers. God wants us to go to all nations, all people, not just some. John 3.16 tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. We know that Jesus picks certain people to spend more time discipling, mentoring, caring for, to live life with. And this is a good and worthy challenge for our lives as well. But the main idea today is that we are meant to reach out and evangelize everyone with the gospel, the good news of Christ. Don't allow the, the mentoring of one to be your excuse for not outreaching to the many. God sent Jesus To redeem the whole world, not simply the strong salmon of the great lakes and streams who are willing to swim against current and upstream. We know from God's word that not all will follow Christ as Lord. But that doesn't mean we only give his message to some. We know from the Lord that some will but will not do it in true faith as Lord and will be separated out later. Those problems are for God to worry about. Our call is to go. Follow our call. Go fishing and use the kingdom net for the gospel of Christ. Jesus calls his disciples and us today to follow, not to sit. Jesus calls us to follow, not sit. Gather fish of all species and from all bodies of water. You see, the idea of using a cast net and more specifically a drag net gives us a great picture of God's will for the kingdom and what our future dwelling with him will be like In the book of Revelation 7-9, John saw a glimpse of the end times community of believers and he said, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language. Standing before the throne and before the Lamb, they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. Look at some of the great descriptive words here as we see the future kingdom described, God's multitude described. It says a great multitude, and some translations say an uncountable multitude. Here we see it says no one could count this multitude from every nation, every tribe, every people, every language, all standing before the throne and before the Lamb, all ready to worship his greatness, holding palm branches, recognizing, symbolizing his victorious reign as king. What a beautiful picture. But let me expound upon that picture just a bit. You see, God desires to use you to cast kingdom news to others. God desires to use you to help bring about this picture we just read of. He desires to use you through outreach and evangelism. Through the public witness of your saving grace through Christ Jesus His Lord. To cast out his kingdom net. The gospel of Jesus. The saving grace and victorious reign over sin that his life and following him as Lord brings. God wants you to fulfill your calling. Go fishing. Go fishing with Jesus. Go fishing for Jesus. Go out for all types of people. The ones you see as friends. The ones you see as strangers. The ones you see as nice. The ones you see as mean. Go out for family. Go out for neighbors. Go out for everyone else as well. Go. Go into grocery stores, go into restaurants, go into gas stations, go out to hiking trails, biking trails, walking trails. Everywhere you go, may you allow Jesus and his kingdom net to be seen. Allow God to do the separating out in the end. Jesus elaborates on this further down in Matthew chapter 13 where he says, so it will be in the, at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate. The evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What Jesus describes here is a harsh reality for those who don't believe. But it's also a wake up call to those of us who do believe. We still have time. We still have time. We have time and we have a calling and we must take it seriously. We must take it seriously. Start with those who are around you every day. Everyone must hear the good news of Jesus. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Praise the Lord. We still live in a period of God's grace. Praise the Lord for the grace which you and I have received. Now spread that news. All one must do is believe and confess that Jesus is Lord and be saved. Let's go fishing. Let's make disciples. Let's teach people God's ways. We still have time to share the gospel with those around us. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. We still have time to pray and seek salvation in our families, with our neighbors, with our co-workers, with strangers we meet out and about. But there will come a time when the final trumpet blast and the end of age comes when there won't be any time left. When this happens, there will be the time for sorting, and that job is up to God, not you. As we work through the take-home challenge, I want to remind you that at the beginning of our sermon, I said that fishing requires patience, skill, mental and physical strength, a willingness to get our hands dirty, the right tools or resources As we wrap up our first week together in this outreach and evangelism series, I want to remind you that we need not do this on our own. God wants willing hearts, bodies, hands, feet. He will supply everything else. Let me say that again. God wants willing hearts, bodies, hands, and feet. He will supply everything else. You see, God transforms lives when you use Him and His resources. He transforms your life, He transforms the life of others. My challenge to you is to go fishing with Jesus. Go fishing for Jesus. Our job as the body of Christ in His church is to join God in the spreading of the net by sharing the good news of Jesus. And my challenge, my take home today is, has multiple points. But I want to go back to page three of my notes here at the beginning of the sermon when I said this. Here's a challenge. When was the last time you talked to someone about your faith, about Jesus, who he is, what he did, what he continues to do in your life, the life of others, and what he could do in theirs? When was the last time you talked about this to someone outside the church? When was the last time you talked about this with someone who you did not already know to be a believer, a follower of Christ? But part two of this and very important is, when was the last time you asked for commitment? You see, we must be doers of the word. We must be doers of the word. We must not just talk, talk, talk. We must do it. We must also ask for that commitment. Ask people if they're ready to confess Jesus is Lord. Ask if they're willing to follow after Christ in faith as Lord and Savior of their lives. Don't you talk about it. Ask them for action. Ask them for commitment. Ask someone today if they need to hear some good news. Tell them you found hope in a world full of pain. Tell them about your Jesus. And ask for commitment. Start with one person one day, then move forward and wait and see. God will do great things through those willing to do his will, his work. Remember, Our job, our job is not to only offer the kingdom of the people as we see worthy. Our job is to offer it to as many as possible and let God deal with sorting it all out in the end. Because that's his job. And we know that he'll be faithful and do his part. But the question today is, will we do ours? Will we do our part? Paul in prison in Colossians 4, 2-5 states, Devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. What a challenge for us to think of as we leave today. Pray and ask God to help guide your path And thoughts as you seek to glorify him and serve his kingdom in casting his net. Humble yourself and get your hands dirty in serving him and others. Pray for opportunities. Pray for boldness. Pray for wisdom like Paul. Let's do our part. Do our part in spreading the kingdom net. The kingdom news. The good news of Jesus. Which gets us to the kingdom. Let's go fishing, fishing with Jesus. Please join me in prayer, and then we'll have song. Please close your eyes, bow your heads, and devote this time to the Lord. Lord, we thank you for you are good. Lord, you are great and mighty and mighty to save. You're merciful, you're powerful. You're all-knowing and ever-present, Lord, and in all this, you still desire a relationship with us. Since the beginning of creation, you desired a relationship with us. But Lord, our sins, they separate us from you. But dying for our sins, Jesus came to bring us back into a relationship with you, not by works, but by grace. So Lord, I pray today, may we savor, may we appreciate with great, great, great appreciation the relationship we have with you now. And may we go out and spread this news to all people, to all people. Lord, I pray for you to guide us. I pray for you to bring people into our lives who are ready to hear the good message of Jesus, of his saving grace, of his sacrifice upon that cross, of heaven and hell and your kingdom, and how to get there. Lord, I pray for boldness, and I pray for wisdom. Help us to make gospel conversations. It's in your holy and powerful name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen.
1: I count on one thing the same God that never fails will not fail me.